Hello, wrestling fans. Quinn Prisma. Hey, that's me. Today I'm with Jeremiah Plunkett. Yellow again, everybody. Jeremiah Plunkett and Quentin Charisma. Once again, we are smack dab along ringside and ready to go with another big week of the Territorial Wrestling Review Podcast. I'm going to be real brave and I'm going to ask, how are we doing this week, Quentin? I don't know. I'm here. <laughs> Just the, the ray of positivity that is Quentin Charisma. It's been a rough three weeks. Rough I don't know three. where to go from that. don't know if you're wanting me to ask or... I don't matter to me. Knees? No, Dana broke her shoulder. Whoa! You don't know. Oh, you didn't know, huh? No, I missed that. Oh gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Fall. Yep. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Surgery? No, no surgery yet. No, no. Can go back in a month to the orthopedic. So. Oh my <clears> goodness! <throat> I'm so sorry. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's been been a rough three. <laughs> no, I had no idea. Uh, workplace deal or? Yes and no. <laughs> she fell going into Walmart on her day off. <laughs> ah, why couldn't it have been while she was working? I know. <laughs> <laughs> why couldn't only, you own your local Walmart? It's all the only could happen to me. Yeah. So just like trip over something, wet spot? Trip over the door, the little automatic door thing on the bottom, sticking up too high. Oh, sticking up too high, huh? Yep. Do we need to call Chris Silvio Esquire? <laughs> Oh, maybe. You never know. <laughs> hey, man. I'm just saying. He'll hook you up. He's, he, he's a former Kentucky boy, too. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but actually, he's a West Virginia boy who spent a lot of time in Kentucky. But, yeah, hey, you're, yeah. you're, you're a Tennessee boy who spent, who spent his time now in Kentucky. So, hey, there yeah. we go. Yeah. So, he'll he'll hook a brother this, up. He comes together somehow, you know. <laughs> well, man, dude, I hate to hear that. No, I had no idea. You haven't brought it up. Either of these past two weeks that we've been oh, typing, <laughs> no, oh my <sighs> goodness, man, yeah. dude, she, yeah. she's in my thoughts for sure. Wow, yeah, it's been rough, dude. <laughs> I, I hate to hear that, dude. Oof. Well, I gambled and I lost. <laughs> that bad, bad news up, up front. What <laughs> happened to me? Dang, dude. Well, we'll try to keep this train rolling, I guess. Wow. Yeah. Keep <laughs> going. So let's go ahead and get our first match loaded up for this evening. This is brought to us. Actually, both our matches this week are brought to us by our friend Randall G over on YouTube. Please go give him a like and a subscribe. Uh, this match is from the Philadelphia Spectrum, January 1986. The match is Brett the Hitman Hart versus Polish Power Ivan Putski. Get you everybody all triple zeroed out. And if you are ready, Quentin, we will hit play yep. in three, two, one, play. So this is de definitely from the Spectrum channel. Yeah. That little flashed up real fast at the beginning there. Yeah. Spectrum Wrestling, too. Not WWF, Spectrum Wrestling. Yeah. So, yeah. This is before Brett had his custom glasses. He's just rocking some aviators right now. Yeah. Yeah. Can I see what is? Oh, this is even before the they went to the point the black with the pink stripe. Yeah, this was because they had this and they had what, like blue and black. I think at one point they had the blue and black. And actually, I've actually seen him him once around this time period with the black with the yellow stripe. Okay, I don't think I saw that like one time. But he had a, when I say blue and black, I don't mean with the black stripe. Like I think they had that too. But didn't they have like a baby blue set? Or maybe not baby blue, but it was a, it was a weird blue. It wasn't like 
blue. You know what I mean? For some reason, I think I'm remembering something. Uh, yeah, I think so. I could. I think. But he's this. He has no color at all. It's black and white tonight. Yeah, it's just yeah. I've seen. I've seen them wear the black and white ones a lot. Especially when they first started teaming as a tag, the black and white ones a lot. Jeez. Yeah, what a monster. He's got to be in his 40s, probably. Early 40s here. So, I guess my question, because I don't know a lot about Ivan. Oh, Pesky. crap. I got the volume on. <laughs> I just noticed. I was like, that's loud. Do it now. <laughs> uh, I, I don't. I don't know a lot about Ivan Putsky. Uh, you know, I, man, I was sitting here hearing it, and I thought I might have just had my volume on low. I'm like, oh, this is not <laughs> bad. Smart TV. I don't even think about it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, I don't know a lot about Putsky, but so I know he did the the other gimmick first. Was he always built? No. Well, okay. he was built, but he wasn't cut. He like actually, he, was, he had a belly, he right? Yeah, he actually was a, basically like a clone of the mighty Igor. I mean, he okay. Was, Basically, looked the same thing, basically. But then he, he went to Ivan Putsky and... What fighting stance is that? His boxing stance. <laughs> yeah, except his right hand is completely, like, on the other side of his face. It's his boxing. It's the Polish boxing stance. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this... You just look at it. It's like, this guy's never boxed around in his life. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and Brett doing his best Larry Zabisco here. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he's taking his time. Pushes him off. Yeah, the older the pussy got, the more he got cut up. He was always big barrel chested, you know, but had a gut. And... His chest is insane, by the way. Yeah, it is. Sure was. Like that. Oh, I was uh, bumped in the ropes. Yeah, that was pretty. It's just I, it's so. Like he's, he's his arms are impressive and whatnot. His traps are crazy, but like, and I, I'm sitting here idolizing over another man's body. It's kind of weird, but his back and his chest are just so big. Yeah. Like they don't fit his body. Like his legs are jacked, but they don't look like they fit. Yeah, and he's also rather short. It seems. Yeah, he's really short. Because Brett's only like five ten. Yeah. Working that big headlock. Oh, yeah, so he's got the Polish power. Just will squeeze his head until it explodes. Yeah, I'm yeah. cranking on it. You would never see that nowadays because it's too corny, but I think it's yeah. fantastically entertaining. Yeah. He got a big old jacked up dude, yeah. Oh, big old punch to the head there. Good shot of the referee's back. Yeah. Brent was trying to get his cell on TV, and the rest like, nope. Yeah. Well. Boom, boom. Oh, what, what did they cut the crowd for? Because those guys were really drunk. <laughs> it's Philly on a Friday night. What do you expect? <laughs> I like how they actually had their own canvas. Spectrum. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, yeah they had their own... Their own uh, canvas there. So I wonder, and this practice had probably been stopped by this point, but I wonder if they had their own ring. 
I don't know. I doubt it, it used to be some arenas where the wrestling happened a lot. They had their own rings. Yeah. I'm trying to look at the ropes. I oh, ropes. God. Ooh. Ooh. That looks Whoa. He's already starting to hate on him. Wow. That elbow drop. That elbow drop looked rough, didn't it? Oh, boy. <laughs> I guess. We wrecked the ass. I don't know. I'm trying to. Now that's that's those old real ropes. So they might just have their own canvas. Maybe they had a thing where Spectrum wanted their own canvas. You know. But I mean, back at, back in the days of Event Senior and Bruno, didn't the buildings have their own rings then? Well, they just leave them there. They wasn't the building owned them, but they okay. So, there. but what I'm saying, like this ring may be a WWF ring that, at Spectrum. Well, they're just well, like, oh yeah, yeah, keep it there. Yeah, just yeah, they keep it there. Yeah. Because they were still, this is 80s, eh, no. I was going to say they're still kind of regional, like may, staying in the Northeast, but not 86. 86 no. started kind of, we're going everywhere, man. Does that guy got a yellow gi on there in the front row? Well, hold on. <laughs> Is he biting him? I think that's what he did. Like a karate gi? Yeah. It was like a karate with a black belt around it. <laughs> See him? It does look like he's wearing a gi. <laughs> what year did Karate Kid come out? I don't know. Because we got oh, Cobra bigger. Kai sitting oh, in the row. That looked good. The old Bret Hart yeah. turnbuckle there. Yeah, I was, I was about to say, the old, man, what would you call that? Uh, the Bret Hart turnbuckle? Dude, I think that's an Asian guy wearing that gi. <laughs> I thought too at first, but I couldn't get a good look. <laughs> Man, I, I hope he's a local Philly wrestler trying to get a job. And he's like, I'm going to show up and get it. <laughs> oh, punches look good. Boom. Be, because I, I learned, I've learned something, and I know this is, is not about the oh. match, but you know, you brought up Armstrong Alley putting up those, you know, late 80s, early 90s independents. Yeah. Next time anybody says all wrestling was better back in that time. Oh, I'm gonna say no, it wasn't. <laughs> well, that was independent. So, I mean, well, yeah. I, I know, but dude, all all these old timers say all wrestling back in the day was I know, better. They, no, yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> there was Ooh, bad, nice just like there is. That was awesome. Yeah, Brett was so good even back here. Nice, big chop. Was that a chop? We chopped to the throat. I thought he get yeah. I thought he gave the old saba saba. Oh. Uh oh, feeling the ropes. Was that the? He was stooging it. Usually, he don't seem try to stooge it off during their when they're counting. <laughs> he was actually he started pointing. So he's on the ropes. That was flat. <laughs> yeah, that that finish was super flat. Um, the guy next to the the martial arts dress guy is wearing one of not. those rubber Hogan masks. Oh, that's not. Uh, a gi. I just saw okay. the guy, or at least the shirt dude's wearing under that jacket is a collared shirt. Okay. okay. Maybe it's a cardigan with a belt on it or a stripe. That fish was on nowhere. Oh, 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 dang. Are you just firing up on him? Shoot him in. Polish hammer. Oh. Yep. Give him the big hammer. It it was very out of nowhere. I mean, they're late. They're sending them home happy, but man, it was yeah. 
Yeah, that was really kind of out of nowhere. It's like they just said, let's take it home real fast for some reason. Like they told them, let's go home, go home, you know. Wow. Or, I mean, that was just the the plan the whole way. And it's like, hey, I really don't need to come back because I'm about to beat you and hit, beat you up and hit you with my finish after the match. But it's just still kind of seen. I don't know. It comes in. Yeah, just, just, just sweep the double. Man. I hate that he just did it on the bottom. That adds, adds yeah. absolutely nothing. Yeah. <laughs> He's now reporting as soon as he puts his feet up. Oh, that's it. Yep. That match was good, man. The finish just. Yeah, kind of. We just kind of. I mean, it's supposed to be out of nowhere finish, but it was really out of nowhere, it seemed like. Yeah. Usually, I would feel like you would build a comeback a little bit more so you look like you're yeah. in trouble. But it was like, pow, pow, there we go. Yeah. Yeah. It just seemed like it was rushed. I don't know. That was good. I mean,. I mean, yeah, it was, you know, it was an Ivan Putsky match, too. I didn't expect a lot. It was better than I expected, yeah, to be yeah, real. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Actually, it was. Because all I've seen is older Ivan Putsky. Yeah. But then again, younger Ivan Putsky, there would be even less wrestling. Cause well, I was, was 86, so that was on his tail end there in his run in New York. So so maybe it's just a good, solid match. Yeah, it's a little something, you know. I, you know, I was good. I yeah. said what it was, it was good. That's probably well, just a little 10-minute opener. Yeah. But what would it go about eight, if that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's cool. That was Do you good. know I just what? realized uh, from pulling mine up? Uh-huh. Yours was January 86 in the Spectrum, right? Yeah. We're staying in the Spectrum, but we're going back in time to December 1985. <laughs> I, when we when I picked this last week, well, I I, It might be the same, because I noticed like some of these dates I've been pulling up on stuff, like that uh, – Saturday night main event. Oh, that it could actually, be the same taping? It was actually taped in December. Oh, okay. Yeah, so sometimes, like the uh, the world-class match um, that we saw, it was from it was from the uh, the year before Christmas Star Wars at Arena Arena. The oh. John Tatum, Missy Hot match. Yeah. Yeah, it wasn't in January. It was actually December of, is when it was, it was actually taped at the big Christmas show. Well, yellow gee guys not in the front row, so I'm gonna assume this is a different taping. Yeah, I just noticed it on the thumbnail just then. Yeah, so that's but, quite different. <laughs> so, well, you think we're month to month there usually, so yeah, so I probably want the same. So, yeah, all right. But I'm the match this again, this also brought to us by Randall G, and this is a tag match this evening with Randy Savage and Jesse the Body Ventura versus Tony Atlas and Tito Santana. All right. And once everybody's triple zeroed out, you sit over there, my friend. Yep, I'm ready to go. All right, we're going to hit play in three, two, one, play. All right. We got uh, what was that guy's name there, the announcer? Oh, I don't know. He got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> oh, did he? Yeah, with the ring. He's part of that ring boy, ring crew, ring boy crew. Oh, was he, was he one of the ones? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know, but he's got a sweet ruffle shirt. Yeah. Well, he was on the announced for the last one, last match, too. Hey, what's that? Is that the Intercontinental belt Tito's got there? I'm trying to see because this has the resolution of a potato. Yeah, I think it is the yeah. IC belt. That, that, so they had already <laughs> gone to that, that model? There was Santa Claus out in the crowd. <laughs> Santa Claus? 
<laughs> so now Santa Claus. Oh, it's cousin. That's why Santa Claus. <laughs> like in the third row, right behind. Oh, I see him. It's like second row, maybe. <laughs> there he is. See, see where? Well, move, Tito. No, I see him. I see him a little bit. Yeah, I want that. Uh, that sent. A Reva Santana shirt. I wonder if that was just a Santana t-shirt that somebody screen printed a Reva on. Mm. Oh, we got Robe Macho. Well. Yes, yeah, it's 86. So he's, yeah, he's still rocking the robes. Jesse's just like, I got a sweet t-shirt. Well, this is... Does Jesse didn't wrestle much after this, did he? Eighty-six, uh, eighty-five. So, an eighty-six. He didn't. He was mostly commentary in eighty-six, wasn't he? I'm trying to think because trying to trying to remember when he had the blood clot issue. That was around this time. Listening to interviews, as I told you, I've been doing a lot. He uh, he said he was set to face Hogan in a match, and then the night before got hospitalized with blood clots in his lungs. Well, this is well. This is toward the end of um, Atlas's run in New York, too, because I think he went to Dallas in 86. So this is like his, you know, toward the end of his run, too. Did Jesse ever have the tie-dye tights? Because Billy Graham had the tie-dye tights, too. I think Some, he did. Sometimes. I think he did. Sometimes. I think, I think Vajir did sometimes. Because I'm disappointed in this Jesse look. Uh, I'm pretty sure he did sometimes. Like, there's no boas. Oh, he didn't go that till later, till his announcing days. That's when he started out. But he just come to the ring. Yeah, he was. Oh, he, he didn't rock the boas when he came to the ring? Not as I can oh, remember. Okay. I'm not going to remember all he did. The boas and the big dangly dumb earring. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he did all that. Um, if he did, it wasn't to the extent of what he got when he's doing commentary. So, yeah, if I can remember, I think this is for his last before he went started doing commentary. Because look at it, he's <laughs> if you look at him, he's you can tell he's he's really not. He's also out of size. So as big as he was. Well, he, he was never like anytime I've seen Jesse, he was never giant, giant. Oh, he's never like Graham was. Yeah, no. Graham, Graham was crazy. Yeah. But but I think Jesse was probably I don't want to say a hundred percent before a, a good bit relatively natural. Probably especially especially natural. comparatively speaking. I'm like, sure he was more natural than Graham was. Yeah. I mean, he, he may have done a shot every now and then, but yeah. Billy Graham, you know, put yeah. that in his Wheaties every morning. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Got Savage and Atlas starting off here. That's probably a good thing. <laughs> well, this is about the time that um, Savage and Tito was – Switching that title back and forth, wasn't it? Uh, it could yeah. be. Yeah, 80, late 85 or 86. 
Here they go. He's back in. These two should be pretty good together. Oh, they're making Santa Claus, please. Oh, boo. How do you you (laughs) kick out St. Nick? It's Philly. (laughs) That's true. They're probably doing them the whole time. Mess up Randy's hair. Uh oh. Don't mess up a hair. It's bad enough as it is. It's just worse hair. It's so fried. Yeah, it's, it's like he's had a bad perm his whole life in it. What's I say? Shout what? Shout for oh, the, shout Navy. the Navy. She must have got that the football, Navy football game. <laughs> oh. oh, nice little punch. Oh, box the buckle. Boom. He takes them little quick little back bumps off the buckles. I like that. Well, all his bumps were like that. Like this little quick, super fast. Yeah, but everything yeah. he did was... Short and really fast and explosive. Wow. Like well, those little... Jesse, the crowd was all on Jesse just then. You see that? Hey, man, Jesse, he get machine, daddy. Yeah. Oh, nice reversal. We'll flip onto the arm bar. Uh, we got the sombrero on the back of the trunks. Yep, there it is. Yep. Oh, comes Tony. All right. Pace is about to slow down. <laughs> oh, got the big headlock on him. We'll sit here for a while. <laughs> Tackle, drop down, walk on my face. Tony Atlas. Oh! <laughs> you got to take his boots off first. <laughs> no, no, no. He wants you to wear shoes, white tennis shoes. The high heel shoes. No boots, high heels. No, no. It's white tennis shoes. Like oh. heads. I always like the high heels The high heels on his face, too. Oh, maybe. I've always heard the white tennis shoes like heads. Oh. <laughs> Ew, that's weird. <laughs> Uh-oh. Look at the people. They're all on Jesse to get in. Look at him. He even did look. He just said, look, he has got them hot at him. Yeah, baby. Just for not wanting to get in the ring. <laughs> Man, Alice was jacked to the gills, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. Was he like 50 here? <laughs> he was old, dude. He was a lot. He was older than my people realized he was. Oh, no wrestling. Top wrist lock here. Yeah, Jesse wasn't the best wrestler in the world, but he's better than a lot. Yeah. I figured we'd get a pose from Atlas. Yeah, there you go. Man, he didn't even brush that hair, did he? <laughs> oh, Jesse got the headlock now. Uh-oh. No, here comes your tackle. Wait, drop down. Ah, uh, the frog. super, the super side. Leap what? Did he miss him on that headbutt? No, he got him, but he didn't okay. jump and extend at all. He like he okay, jumped and then gave good. the weakest okay. headbutt ever. It didn't look good at all. From what I, I just wanted to even get. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have no yeah at all on that. So anybody passed the second row couldn't have seen it. <laughs> Jesse was hitting them rope super old brother style, like full sideways. Did he give me a thumb? Yeah, he gave me a thumb the eye. I was choking the corner there. Yeah, they're going Memphis heat tonight. That's what I'm thinking, yeah. It's like, man, we got Tony. Come on, dude. Well, look at Savage. <laughs> Tito ain't t- even coming here. Yeah, t- Tito's like, nah, man. Look at the people. Look at them. Give him the bird. 
Oh, well, they were getting, but now look at the camera. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, who's that running? It's Tito running over there. Okay. I was like, who's running at ringside over there? It was Tito. <laughs> the people are into this big time. Oh, get him out of the corner. Ah, that was yeah, funny. Fake out. Throw him over in the corner. <laughs> people are hot for this. Here we are. Simplest stuff, too. Oh, yeah, they're doing nothing. Yep. I'm just having them come off the top. Little headlock. Oh, 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 big, big, the big. Handle. Boom. <laughs> it's all you got to do is everybody's just saying. Tony Atlas. Watch Michael kick out. Yep. I knew it was going to be big. What about Ventura oh, pressing down Savage's head to add weight? That was a good boot to the head. Your big suplex. Nope, block it. What do you do? Punch him? Oh, yeah, block, wow. block it. Yep, yep. Nice There's those jab. jabs. Jabs are nice. Come Jesse back in. Gonna give him a big boot to the ribs. Boom. That looked good. Big forearm. Yeah, big, big easy club, brother. Yeah. I'm going to hit you. You're going to bump, and I'm going to yell stuff at you. I can't believe how, look at the people. They hate Jesse. Look at him. <laughs> oh, nice double thrust. Yeah, or, or as we call it around here, the Tracy. <laughs> Come savage and... Uh, oh. Where's the ref? Well... Where is the ref? Uh, ref? Okay, so, <laughs> like, I'm just uh, going to let it happen. Just uh, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> just going to just going to stand around. I was like, "What the crap?" <laughs> Big slant. Yeah, that was awkward. <laughs> oh, burrito hand got all the way out for the burrito. No, guess you break it up. Here comes Tony. Oh. Oh, that was those punches. Oh God, those were horrible, wasn't they? <laughs> yeah. No referee, time to get out. <laughs> Boom. No Santana's on him. What's Tony doing? Just sitting down. He's, oh, yeah, nice. Just chilling. Damn. The macho wow. knee to the back's always the best. That was nice. Nice boots. That looked good. Mm. Jesse's giving it to Tony out there. Well, I mean, Tony's just going to stand there, apparently. <laughs> well, Are you gone. serious? Yeah, kind of. Oh. <laughs> People are putting on their coats and leaving. They're like, this sucks. Look. Oh, they're crapping on the finish. Look at them. They just crapped on the finish. Oh, There's a, a terrible, man. unbelievable ref bump, too. That had the people in that match so good, they were putting on a coach and leaving. Boy, they just pooped that one, didn't they? Yeah, man. I'm wondering if that tag was supposed to happen. I don't know what happened, but boy, that finish didn't get over that. They were into that match until the finish, and they crapped on it. There's still a minute left in this video, so it's going to be a minute of awkwardness. 
that unless they restart it and roll them back up, slot in they roll them up or something. I don't know. But they just that man, they were hot for that match, and then they the finish just pooped the bed. Yeah, that was that was rough. Wow. And everyone just looks really confused. So Yeah, I know what I'm saying. Yeah, and that, that ref don't seem happy with himself. Now, Tito wouldn't even raise his hand. You see that? Huh. I wonder if it, they did the finish too soon. The ref took the bump too soon. Because it didn't it seem weird. They were all, they were all on the baby faces getting the heat. Dad, that yeah, yep, what was it? Yeah, that man. um, man, they they finished killed that match. That match, they were hot. Why would you do that right in the middle of the heat? Yeah, the people pooped. They got it put on their coaches walking out. Wow, if that was in the kid, and if that was the main event, oh man, yeah, they would have been livid. Dang. The match wow. was a whole bunch of fun until right then. Yeah, it was good. Like I'm, I mean, ah, I'm upset about that. I think that ref took that bump earlier than he was supposed to. I don't think that was when it was supposed to happen. Why would you take it right during the heat like that? You know, something screwy yeah. for sure happened because that was. Yeah. Oh, it was just that that air of awkwardness at the end. Well, you wouldn't do it that part of the match, right during the heat where they're getting heat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just, it was just, and if that's some, and if it's the main event, build up to that, you know, I mean, I don't know. That just didn't look right, you know? Yeah, no, the people no. Could tell, people could tell. They crapped on them. Sorry. Some people threw a few, a, like a couple cups in the ring, but when you see the people in the front, oh, putting their jackets up and getting, walking, yeah, that's not good. So, you know, I, I think it was too, I think they win. I want they, I think the ref took the bump. When he wasn't supposed to. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Well, whatever it was, it threw off the rest of the match. Uh, yeah. well, we are going to have to see where we're going to go next week before we get cut off on time for this first half of the Territorial Wrestling Review. Quinn, where <laughs> are you taking us next week? I'm taking this really different. I'm, I'm thinking it's Houston. Um, it says 1 4 1980. I think it's Houston. It's Les Thornton against Jonathan Boyd. Wow. And it's um, pre-Sheep Herder Jonathan Boyd, uh, post-Royal Kangaroo Jonathan Boyd. So. You know, I didn't even realize Boyd was a kangaroo. He was a Royal Kangaroo. Him and um, what was his name? Frederick Charles. Was his, Frederick Norman Frederick Charles? Yeah. That's his name. Yeah. And this is brought to us by Kasushi Shakuraba, correct? Not Shakuraba, yeah. Not the, I'm assuming it's not the MMA Shakuraba. <laughs> but you never know. Small world. <laughs> it's not the, uh, what they call him? What was Sakuraba called? Was it the Gracie Hunter? Maybe. I think it was Sakuraba who fought might all the Gracies. Oh, might have been. So, but he's still, uh, he's still um, active over in Japan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. He, and he just about yearly does those uh, New Japan Royals for the big yeah. show. Well, well, so. All right. So, where are you going? I, I'm not being very original. It's not, it's not Philadelphia, um, unless they hadn't got the mat yet by the time this was done. 
Um, but th this is from spring of 1984. This is brought to us by someone who I don't believe we've used yet. NY Kid 84. Don't think so. The match is Sergeant Slaughter versus David Schultz. Oh. I've been on a, a bit of a David Schultz kick, and I don't know if it's before or after this match, but I remember David Schultz cutting a promo on Sh Slaughter about this match. Because I guess Slaughter mm -hmm. at some point has said something about wearing steel-toed combat boots in Vietnam. Mm -hmm. To which David Schultz, who was in Vietnam, Whoa. reamed him and was basically like, you're stupid, boy. You don't wear steel-toed boots in the jungle. That gets wet. <laughs> yeah, but it's a gimmick. I mean... Well, no, exactly. But Dr. D, that gave Dr. D some ammo. And as we all know, Dr. D with a little ammo in front of a microphone <laughs> is something special. <laughs> Uh, yeah, what, was, what what's the what's the one he did in AWA, AWA on Hogan? Uh, so, something about San Francisco. And he's yeah. like, you oh ain't never God. had a woman. I went to San Francisco. I didn't find no woman. Found men who look like women, but not yeah. a woman. Hogan, you belong in San Francisco. Yes. Dr. D was low-key. Stayed straight-faced and not just. Oh, no. Mean. Lean, mean Gene lost it half the time. That's the best part. I know, but it, I mean, that was, that, yeah, that, there's no way that interview sees a lot of day nowadays. Oh, it's all over YouTube, baby. They have, they have full collections of the best of Dr. D. David Schultz. And that's one of my favorite things to watch, Daddy. 90% of his interviews would not make it nowadays. No, exactly. No, no, absolutely. 90% of them would, would be, would be, they wouldn't would never get to air. <laughs> yeah, no. But man, he he was he was great. I, he even did crazy stuff like that in Memphis. Yeah, yeah. Actually, when he left New York and went back to Memphis, he watched if he found some of those promos. Was that his Dennis Condry run or no? No, no, no. This is when he left New York after he got fired and came to Memphis in '85 or whatever it was. Right. His yeah. uh, so he came back and had a short run in Memphis. His Dennis and, yeah. run with Dennis Condry was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was yeah. Feuding with the Gibson brothers. Yeah. Yeah. That's another promo. I think, I think you showed it to me. The one he said, he said the googly-eyed one. Yeah, about Robert. He's like, I ain't talking about you, Ricky. I'm talking about the googly-eyed one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we, we got, how much time we got left on this for they kick us yeah. off on? Yeah, they're about to kick us off. Guys, we're going to gonna reset with the second half of the Territory Wrestling Review. Until that time, uh, we're going to take a pause for promotional messages. I forgot what dude used to say. Anyway, Take a break for commercials. We'll be back in a minute. You've probably heard us mention crowbarpress.com, but let's get real for a moment. Scott Teal is crowbarpress.com. Scott has been writing about professional wrestling since 1968 and has edited, written, and published more than 100 books on the subject. Scott was also honored by both the Cauliflower Alley Club and the George Tragus Luthez Professional Wrestling Hall of Fame for his contributions as a professional wrestling historian and journalist. All this to say, Scott knows his stuff. But if you're not a big reader, hey, that's okay. CrowbarPress.com also has DVDs, magazines, photos, posters, and t-shirts, all fit for you or the old school wrestling fan in your life. So please, do us a favor and support our friend, friend of the show, Scott Teal, by visiting CrowbarPress.com professional wrestling legends in print and video. The National Wrestling Alliance and Fight brings you the ultimate streaming service for everything NWA. This is NWA All Access. 
For just $49.99 a year, you'll get every single NWA pay-per-view, NWA Power days before the rest of the world, NWA USA, and special fight-exclusive content. All the pay-per-views, all the action, all the power. For only $49.99 a year, that's a savings of over $100 versus just ordering everything alone. To subscribe, visit fight.tv today. That's F-I-T-E dot TV. Join the thousands of fans that have already subscribed to the toughest brand of professional wrestling. The NWA, wrestling as it's meant to be. Like WWE Raw, but without the budget, WMF Medium Rare captured the chaos of live wrestling mayhem federation hardcore events held throughout Rutherford County, Tennessee in the early 2000s. This weekly series was produced by our good friend, Multimedia Monte Carlo a local TV personality turned pro wrestling manager who would threaten to edit fans from the broadcast if they didn't give him his proper respect. So fast forward nearly 20 years later and Mr. Carlo has brought WMF Medium Rare to YouTube. Mr. Carlo has painstakingly went back to the vault to bring this cult classic wrestling promotion back for a new generation of fans to witness. Check out WMF Medium Rare's channel over on YouTube and tell them we sent you. Wrestling at the Chase is back August 27th and 28th as the NWA returns to the historic Chase Park Plaza Hotel in St. Louis, Missouri for NWA 74. Two nights of incredible action featuring title defenses from all the NWA champions. Plus, NWA wrestling legends will be in the Coruscant Ballroom for NWA's 74th anniversary extravaganza. Tickets are moving fast, so get yours now at NWATix.com. That's NWATix.com. The NWA, wrestling as it's meant to be. All right, and we are back. During the break, I decided to go ahead and watch that best of Dr. D. David Schultz while we were in between recording sessions. Man, <laughs> yeah, no, he nothing, nothing he said could be, could be aired today. Holy cow. Uh, so in one of them, he's wearing a Confederate flag shirt, which, you know, whatever, whatever, different time. The other one, he's just straight wearing a swastika. <laughs> oh my gosh he had a shirt it looked like it was an airbrush shirt it said dr d on the top swastika david schultz on the bottom wonder if he got that at dollywood <laughs> oh my gosh dollywood that's the last place I, I what time I, period uh this was an awa promo i think so mm-hmm. uh probably not because it wasn't, I don't think it was Dollywood then. It was still Silver Dollar, Silver Dollar City then. Well, I, I doubt you've ever been able to get a swastika at Dollywood, period. I know, but I'm just saying. But you yeah. still can get a shirt airbrushed there, which I think is amazing. Yeah, because you can get, like, there's 27 and a half places in Pigeon Forge and, and Gatlinburg, you can still get stuff airbrushed too. <laughs> but nowhere else. It used to be you go to the mall, there's an airbrush shop. There we go, Daddy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, back in the day. Yeah, go to your mall. Some of them all had two, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Hickory Hollow had two of them <laughs> at one time. Yeah. yeah. If I remember right, Hickory Hollow had like a really big, nice one, like there was a shop, and then like yeah. one of the, the deals in the middle. Yeah. A little kiosk like gimmick thing. Yeah. Like, what you call them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. I know. I was just watching it just like, wow. <laughs> Stuff you can do to get heat back in the days. Not, <laughs> and there's no way you can nowadays. Yeah. And speaking of not getting any heat, here's our weekly segment of Hey Quentin, how was AEW? Um, it's all right. Uh, some stuff that makes sense on there. Um, 
So this week I legitimately have, I know one thing that happened. I know about okay. the tag title switch. Yeah, what was up with that? In fairness, I didn't exactly know who the champions were. Oh, no, there was the Bucks, wasn't it? Yeah. Wow. That and, makes... and they ain't had them long either. Yeah, that's even crazier then. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I was shocked. So, yeah, for so those who don't know, new AEW Tag Team Champions, Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland? Yeah, I know. And they're, they've been teasing breaking them up. They even teased to break them up in the match. I, it, I don't know. <laughs> I thought that was an odd use of Keith Lee after that introduction. Um, well, after after he bealed brother all the way across <laughs> the ring. Well, I I see why they did it. They don't want to push him. If he's so single, they're going to have to push him to the top in the, the title. Right. And so you put him in the tag, you don't want to push him. You're not, you don't want to push him as a single to the top right now. So, you know, so they put him with Strickland, which, dude, I am not a fan of him. He is sloppy, dude. He is so sloppy on stuff. I, I, I'll be honest and admit that I haven't seen a lot of his work. It seems like the more I've seen him in AEW, he seems more sloppier on stage. I don't know. Yeah, he just, but, um, and I know and he's not, I don't know, but they, I think that's why they put put them together, I guess. I, I don't know if that's the reason why, but that's what I'm thinking. But I haven't really why they put the belts on them. I just, I'll tell you something, Ricky Starks could be a, a main, main event guy if they let him. I think he's ready. From the first time I, I met and saw Ricky Starks, I was like, this guy is awesome. Well, first time I saw him on NWA, I said, he's got he's got the rock. He's got the persona of the rock. I didn't I did, then that's far I even saw him in the ring. I saw him in the ring and he just keeps getting better and better. You know, it just yeah. I think he, he can do a little bit of everything, including survive yeah. landing on his head on a suplex. Yeah. Oh, that was terrifying. He, he I I think he He's not going to get any bigger muscle-wise unless he just really cycles out, you know. But I I think he's in really good shape. He's got – I think he's got enough size on, you know, to him. Well, and keeping powerhouse Hobbs with him for a big heater is great. Well, well. But I, I, I think it's, I think they need, to, they need to start – both, it's time to start elevating him more, I think. I think he's ready. They can talk. He can, do, he can work any style. He can talk. You know, he's he's got that – He's got that charisma about him, you know. So yeah, yeah he's he's, he's fantastic. fantastic. Yeah, but um, they did something else that it didn't make no sense. They had Moxley against um, one of the Japanese guys from New Japan. Uh, I don't remember his name. The big kid, big guy, and uh, so he he gets like kicked in the face, powders out. I see him go down. I'm like, he's got his head down. I'm like, surely he's not getting juice. They cut away to Moxley. I'm like, okay, they're on Moxley for a while. I was like, surely now he's not getting juice on just a boot to the head, to the face. Sure enough, they cut back. He's on the ground looking up. There it is. I'm like, why? You know, it's like second match, I think. Might have been first. <laughs> I mean, is it somebody they're pushing or no? I, I, got, I, don't, I, don't, I guess I guess it would want, like, I'd wonder who it was. I don't think he's won yet, but he's working all the top guys. But why get color off a boot to the head? It, is it the big, tall, young guy? Yes. Oh, okay. So he, it's one of uh, Haku's sons. Oh, is it? No, no. It's linked out. He's not with the Bullet Club. Huh, okay. I don't know what his name is. Yeah, I, I'm wondering too. He's that young, but he's, 
This has been working a long time, though. I was going to say, I, I mean, I'd get color for a, for a Masachono Yakuza kit. But it's just a boot to the face from Moxley. It's just a regular Oh, boot that boot. guy got color. I thought you meant Moxley yeah. did. No, no, no. Moxley got it at the very end hard way somehow. Oh, yeah. Like, no, that, that, that's totally confusing. Yeah. Right at the beginning, it's like they didn't even go on there in five minutes, maybe. And he kicks him. He goes to the ropes. Or he might have been on the outside coming in. And he kicks him, falls down. You know, I say he's flat, his head down. I was like, and it was just like, surely not. And surely, yep. I was like, why? I think, I, more than I think they were the first match. So it's just like, I don't know. You know, on a boot. I mean, yeah, and I'm hunting for. For who it was, I can't remember what his name is. He's been on there since they've been doing, doing the. Uh, they first started plugging the um, um, uh, uh, this you know this past pay per view with the New Japan thing. He's been on there since then a lot. Yeah, well, I mean, like- I I know they had the one guy uh, who was who's with the Bullet Club. Like they've been using him a lot. No, oh, it's not him. Okay, so this was Fighter Fest. Uh, Night one, yeah. apparently. Okay. Yeah, just type in the results and you'll it'll pull up. Yeah, that, that's what I got here. All right. Uh, why don't I see Moxley anywhere on here? Did you put it in 2022? <laughs> yeah, no, I put in the date. This was posted yesterday. Uh, let's Everyone see. The second match. Oh, uh, Kanosuke Takashita. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure who that is. That what an unfortunate last name, by the way. <laughs> What's that? Because it's spelled. Take shitta. <laughs> it's literally spelled T A K E S H I T A. It could be worse to be suck a dong or something. <laughs> yeah, no, it absolutely could. But that's still unfortunate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big kid, man. He looks good and everything, but I just I just didn't understand him getting color the first five minutes of the match on a boot to the face. <laughs> yeah. Now, again, like, like I said, if this was Masachono coming to the States, <laughs> he hits me with that mop, he hits me with that mafia kick, Daddy. It's temple to temple. Well, well, we're, going, different, we're, you know? we're going east west, Daddy. <laughs> a little different, you know. I mean, yeah. you know, but I just I just I don't know. Then like I said the um um put the um the belts on them in the, the three way didn't understand that. Um we had Wardlow um, and Orange Cassidy for the TNT title. That was first match. That's first match. That was okay. good. That was really good. I enjoyed that. Well, <laughs> I, they've, they've been Goldberg and Wardlow so hard. So did they do yeah, that with Orange are. or no? Um, Orange, he, he got his stuff in, but they did it good where he was, you know, out, you know, uh, speed and everything. And, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Using speed and our quickness to when he would get his stuff in. So it made it good. Uh <laughs> I imagine a lot of they fighting did. from underneath. Yeah, they did. They did a promise at the beginning. Chuck Taylor was like, "We're going to cheat. <laughs> if we, we're going to do a lot of cheating or something like that." You know, so I go out there and they're getting distracted. And I get, I Chuck is it? A, was it Chuck or uh, Trent? When I pull out a chainsaw from underneath the ring? <laughs> oh Jesus! Go throw it in, and they they catch it, and they throw them out. So they go back out, and the next thing you know, that, that sounds like up. a Chuck Taylor called spot. By the way, hey, yeah. what's the most ridiculous thing we have under this ring? A chainsaw, a chainsaw. perfect. No, and uh, so then 
they uh, they're outside and everything, and Warlock stops, looks down, and lifts up the thing and pulls out Danhausen after me the ring. Danhausen's like selling. He looks at him and he goes to put the fingers up to curse him, and he's like, "Oh no, no, no!" <laughs> he's like, "No thanks," and he, he's like, "You're all right," and he like tries to walk off, and, and I think Cassie comes flying in with the, the punch, I think, and then. But it was funny. I mean, had the comedy. They did one spot at the beginning where he has his hands in his pockets, and Orlo pulls his hands out, pulls Cassie's hands out, <laughs> and he had rabbit ears. And of course, first thing popped on my mind, kiss the rabbit between the ears. But uh, he grabs he grabs Cassie's pockets because they're hanging out. You know, the his the insides of the pockets are hanging out. So he goes, takes them, and yanks and rips his pockets off. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so, I mean, it was, but I mean, for what it was, it was a good little match, you know. Yeah, he fought from underneath, you know, you, you know, the, the his quickness and everything. And it was, they gave Cassidy more than I thought they were going to. And um, he beats him with a power bomb. And um, as I with, he grabs him, picks him up, and uh, shakes his hand, well, bones it up, and like that. And then he rolls out, and he lets uh, Trent and Chuck get in there with. Cash to help him up and everything. Did, that was did, first they, match. did they give him the hug? Did they give the people what no, they want? No, they didn't show the hug. Oh. It was set. Yeah. So <laughs> then the second match was the <laughs> the Japanese guy and and um Mopsley. So yeah, I, I said it, it they gave it was set up good to where it didn't kill Cassidy. Once Cassidy it gave him enough offense, but it didn't look stupid is the way they you know Way yeah, they did. they did. They they kept Cassidy good, but they didn't make Wardlow look bad in the process. Yeah, yeah. So, um, let's see. Uh, I have a match I really want to ask about, but yeah, I want I will ask about it last. How was Anna J surrendered to you? Wasn't bad. Okay. Well, I, I know Anna J had a bad one from what I hear what, a couple weeks ago. I can't remember who she was with. Was it talking about the one with? Um... The oh. the uh, hose champion, <laughs> the hose champion. Yes, I forgot about that. Yeah, it's a pay per view. Yeah, back or something. Yeah, yeah. They said that was bad. Man, I wasn't a bad match. It wasn't bad. You know, some of the stuff was a couple of things a little shaky, but wasn't bad at all. That's why you know compared to some of those one matches we've seen on there, and uh, <clears throat> they um and she went over with a, some kind of submission gimmick, and we left it on, wouldn't break it, and Serena did. Uh, Huh? Serena or Anna? Oh, Serena. Okay. Yeah. And um, and Mercedes, Mar- Mercedes Martinez come out and made the save. So they're building up uh, Martinez and Deeb to work a, a, a program, I guess. Probably on that Ring of Honor show, because I believe that's Martinez is our OH world champion. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking, too, yeah. I'm so glad um, we're at a time when a generation of people – can appreciate how good Serena Deeb and Mercedes Martinez are without having to, you know, order shimmer, shimmer or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Cause that's the only way you knew. Yeah. Well, well, the, um, announced to see. So FCR and Briscoe's are, are, will be on, will be on the ROH pay-per-view. Yep. Um, I don't know if they announced anything else or not. Uh, let's see. I see Luchasaurus in action listed on here. Yeah, he worked uh, Griff Garrison. Basically, was a squash. And then at the end, he Are you sure it's Griff Jan- Garrison or was Jungle Boy? Yeah, well, they made the comparison at the beginning. And uh, Pillman put down, I mean, uh, 
Christian Cage put down Brian Pillman and all this. <laughs> he's getting just cheap heat, boy. <laughs> he say he's putting down Brian Pillman, so being you know saying he was average and all this and that, and it, yeah, it was. <laughs> and but uh, so he lays he lays at the end. He basically jobs out uh, Garrison. He puts him on the table, grabs um, Pillman Jr. Power bombs him on Garrison on the table. The table doesn't break. <laughs> oh no! Yeah, so he toss us and grabs him again, picks him up. He power bombs again on top of Garrison, and then it breaks. <laughs> why are they yeah. Why are they letting him power bomb people? I'm sorry. Right now, with as hot as Wardlow is, nobody would be power bombing people. I know, but it's today's wrestling where anybody can use anybody's finish. I guess. Yeah, that's a, <laughs> that's unfortunate. Yeah. Um. Says something about hearing from Jericho. Yeah, he did. A, he um, did an interview about Kingston where they're setting up their match for next week. It's what is it? Uh, Bob Wire Everywhere match. Interesting. And he's going to be the uh, what's his what was his New Japan gimmick? Pain. The pain maker. Pain maker. He says I'm bringing the pain maker next time for you in the Bob Wire so, match. So I'm going to wear a couple strips of makeup over my eyes. <laughs> and a little hat <laughs> oh yeah yeah because he doesn't wear the hat all the time which is funny because that's pretty much his hat from like that Vegas uh, best friend celebration oh was it I don't know if it's the same hat the same look but, same yeah, yeah yeah it's a it's a fedora <laughs> it probably was well, I got this laying around my back let's wear this tonight <laughs> I want to film it yeah I don't know what that means does it means It'll be around the oh, and um, I don't know if all the people in the Jericho Society gimmick are going to be in a shark cage above the ring, or if it's just um, 2.0. Shark cage above the ring. I do enjoy that. Oh, what? Is it shark cage above the ring? I said yeah. I enjoy. I enjoy that. So I'm thinking it's. I'm sure Hager's not going to get in the shark cage. It's too big. Oh, uh, Hager. That's the match I wanted to ask about. Yeah, him and Claudio. That was a good match. I imagined it would be. Yeah, it was. And they were laying it in on stuff too, boy. Yeah. They, oh, I don't think you, either one of those guys worked work any other way. It was. They laid it in. They was snug, definitely snug, and it went back and forth, back and forth. It was good. It was a good back and forth match. So, uh, I see. Oh man, I see here that uh, Claudio's using his uh, Ricola bomb again. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Nice. It's been a long time since. Uh, so we got to see the old Ricola bomb. Ricola, yeah. And, uh, but yeah, it was a good back and forth match. You know, I said it was really snug. It was a real good snug back and forth match. You know, it was good. They gave him some time. So it was, it was good. It was a good match. It's what that, you thought it was going to be. You know, just. That's, a, that's one thing I, I do enjoy about AEW is if they've got a match that they're like, hey, this is going to be a good match, mm-hmm. they get time. Yeah. You know, I feel like well, in WWE, no matter. <laughs> well, yeah, but I feel like in WWE, like it's still, it doesn't matter. It's under ten minutes. Exactly. Yeah. Main event. Eight yeah. Minutes, yeah. But yeah. but AEW is like, oh, we got you know Danielson yep. and Hangman Page hour. No, or did they do an hour on TV, or is that a half hour on TV? I think the first. I don't remember. I think the first one was an hour. Yeah. Well. Yeah. WWE would but, never yeah, they, ever do that. Yeah, yeah they're, they're matches. They give them time. That's they're you know when you have a good match. Yeah, 
Like that match would that would not have been good if it the Claudio and uh, Hager match would not have been good if they were getting five minutes. It would have been stupid. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it was good. Like a good snug back and forth. You know. It, you know. So. And Hager hasn't lost much. No. No. Yeah. Not. No. You know, he he don't lose a lot. You know, even in so, those multi-mans, he's never the fall guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, did you see where? I don't know if it's true uh, that Santana's not coming back. No. So he's, not, well, he's not coming back. He's con- when his contract runs out, he's not re-signing. And Crazy. they say that, that him and um, the Ortiz are not. They're just. They're not happy with each other anymore. I don't know if there's like heat, heat, but there's not. You know. That's that's crazy. I I know he apparently got injured at blood and guts. Yeah, yeah. He blew blood his knee is what you said, right, or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. They say he's gonna be out for a while, but his contract's gonna run out. He's not resigning. I'm like, dude, you better resign. Cause you're because you're where are you gonna go as a especially as a singles. I mean, you're you're known as a tag, you know, the LAX gimmick, you know, and they're really good together. They work so good together, you know. So, I don't know. Oh, and last week you asked me about, um, what's her name, Penelope Ford? Yeah. Name? They say she's hurt. Oh, okay. Not medically cleared to work yet. Well, yeah, she was on a lot of stuff there, yeah. there for a while. Like, she was pretty much, like, besides the champion, the top. Yeah, she was getting a lot female. of hair. Yeah, she was getting, yeah, she was getting, she was getting better very quickly. Yeah, she was getting better. Yeah, she was starting to get better. She's improving every um, – I was watching her a lot on Dark and Dark Elevation. Yeah. She was doing really good. And I'll tell you what she has, too, is she has a presence. Yeah. And she knows where a camera is at all times. Yeah. You got that right. Yeah. And, like, and, and, and not in a bad, annoying way. Like, she's not yeah. always staring at it. Yeah. But she's always in the perfect opportunity, so all yeah. her stuff looks the best at it. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, I, was about, I think it's about all happened on there. I wonder if there's it wasn't, more- it a bad it wasn't a bad show. It was good, but like I said, some stuff didn't make a few things that make sense. But that usually happens at least on every one of their shows. There's always something kind of oddballish. But I, I think so this week was I feel like life. that's on every show though. Like regardless, yeah, of yeah. the promotion. Like yeah, sure. n- nowadays especially, there's always going to yeah. be something yeah. that you're like, what? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was thinking the other day, you know, um, how. Yeah, guys, you know, it, it's been around and worked, you know, in the 90s and independence, you know, especially like around here. You think about guys, okay, but, you know, back in the territory days, you know, they work six, seven days a week, you know, a lot of times they would do a TV in the territory days and work that night. So, you mean, you know, some double shot sometimes. So you'd work seven, eight times a, a week. Yeah. Uh, on yeah, the real big, crazy territories. Yeah. How good would guys from the nineties that was working, you know, three and four nights a week, if they were working that six, seven, eight match schedule a week, how good they would have really been? Uh, so I don't if know their bodies this, break down. If their bodies wouldn't break down from the wear and tear. Yeah. So I mean, just think how much better Chris Michaels would have been. Uh Ben Jordan, Steve Neely, you know? I feel like they're they're already good. Like those are that's what I'm saying. Those to me are just guys who didn't get their break. But I I do kind of see what you're saying because by that time, the only territory they could work was Memphis, and it was it was 
And then if you had that, like in the terror days, and then you could go somewhere else six months a year, you know, still working something, you know what I'm saying? How better they, they were so good just from this, just like how much better they would have been from a old school territory system where they could go to different places and learn and get better. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And even improve even more. That'd be crazy. I was like, that would, that's crazy, you know? Yeah, I mean, and, there's a lot of guys. It, and I, it's I'm always reps, too, right? It's always reps. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's a rep, you know, it, 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 I just throw those names out. I mean, this is, I'm sure there's hundreds and hundreds of guys. Oh, yeah. From that time period, you know, all over, you know. So, it's crazy. But, actually, they would actually the, been better. At the same time, the reason the guys are willing to work that much is because they're getting paid well. Oh, yeah. It, it was their job. I mean, you know what I'm saying? is. Oh, and that's, that's what I'm saying. And in the 90s. That wasn't nobody's job because they couldn't. Yeah, yeah. but I'm just saying. So I'm, I'm just looking at how much better they would be on top of how they were already good. But just oh, like I, how much I mean, I, I agree. Yeah, with more reps, absolutely. As long as the body yeah. holds up, like that's how you get better. Yeah, and I was just thinking about. I don't know. It just popped in my head the other day. It's one of those things I was just popped in my head. You know, I was thinking. I was like, man, you know, how much you know? Because you know, you just think about stuff. It's like I, I, I do think though. Um, because you know, I brought that thing up about Armstrong Alley. I do think they wouldn't be in the ring necessarily with people who were as good because once the territories died and everything was pretty much outlaw, then it was a mixed bag. You never knew who you're going to wrestle. Well, I'm about before, I ain't talking about after the territories, I'm talking about if well, even before the territories died and there was just two territories. Outside of WWF and WCW, there's Smoky Mountain. Well, that's I'm, I'm talking about. Before, no, I'm talking about when the territory system was going in the 70s, early 80s. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, I know I understand that about the number of people. Yeah, but I'm saying like if those guys even still, you know, were working all those nights after the territories were gone. Yes, no, absolutely. If they would have been in the territories, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. But by the time the 90s rolled around, you know, Al Snow calls it the degradation of the the business. People who don't fully know training people who will know even less or will train yeah. people who know even less. And while yeah. I don't a hundred percent agree with that per se, I, I just see, you know, for every match where you're going in there and like, Oh, who do I got tonight? Oh, Brad Armstrong's on this show. Sweet. This will be good. I'll learn something. Yeah. And who do I have tonight? Oh, the local farmer who plays yeah. wrestler on the side because this is in his barn. Yay. Yeah. Well, no, that, that's a totally different part of, so that's a different yeah. subject. I'm talking about back, if it yeah, would have never died. If, if, if they'd have been born 10, 15 years earlier. Yeah, or if the ter- I'm saying, or if the territory never failed, it never went away. If it was in the 90s, if it was still like it was in the 70s, it never died. If it was still the same, it's, I'm saying how much better those guys would have been. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, mean, no, I, 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 I think the good. business as a whole would be, the business business as a whole would be healthier too if that would have happened. Oh, yeah, but. But I'm just saying how I'm just saying how good these guys people would have been if they would have you know we look at them as how good they were. It's like man, can you imagine if you know? Yeah, yeah. But so, yeah, it's just one of the things that one of many things I think of. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I I used to think I, I would you know because I was like oh man I was born too late. But like I think if I was a territory guy I'd be a uh, a uh, oh what is it? Uh, I just totally went blank with my brain. Uh, the, the Fuller's Pensacola. I'd be a Pensacola guy. I hear too many people talk about how great it was Pensacola. You know, you made great living and you're on the beach every day. All right. 
Well, what and, time period are you going for? Because he didn't take over Pensacola to what, uh, late 77, early 78. So, all right. But you still and, made a good living with, with the, when the fields were there. You still made a living. That's why a lot of those guys stayed down there a lot because you still made good. Yeah. Know, and you had days off. They weren't a full time, full time territory. They weren't seven days a week. No, they were six. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They were six days a week. That's <laughs> full time. But, oh, no, no, I get it. But when I say full time, it wasn't seven days a week, double shots on weekends. It was no six days a week. Everything's a drive. No, I think they, I think they had one overnight. But I'm just saying though, where? I'm just going off Arna's podcast that he said he thinks they, they stayed in a hotel once. That's probably they didn't want to drive. Was there, I don't think they ever had an overnight because I think the furthest north they went, or the further was Birmingham. They might have had some spot shows a little north of Birmingham, but what's that? Five hours to the coast, if that. I mean, so. I don't know, man. That just that just seems like seems like the deal. Don't really deal with winter, winter weather at the beach. Like, short trips. You know, everybody loved the um, the Fuller's, you know, Knoxville, Knoxville. territory. Yeah, because it was short trip. Those were really short trips. Yeah. You know? So, but I mean, a lot. Of, I mean, what a lot of interstate trips. But you know, but um, I mean, I mean, yeah. So both his territories were people like to work because they were short. Yeah. Well, and the Fullers like to do that too because they like to be home. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, you know. I mean, you run a territory, you try to make it short. That's what I never understood Watts. His way his territory was laid out just made no sense. The layout was crazy, but he he made a lot of money. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, yeah, but geez, Louise. You know. Yeah, that was a 3,000 mile a week territory, wasn't it? At least. Well, then when they took over. Uh, McGurk's Oklahoma part, it really got. Yeah. You know, they do Oklahoma City and, you know, and Tulsa and, oof, you know. So, yeah. All right. Who we need to plug? Oh, uh, well, most things have been covered. Did you finally do the last post for Luthez's UWA? Over yeah, I did. Was done last, yeah, last week I was done with it. Okay. It's done. Yeah, so right now, Quentin's going to take a bit of a break, handle some things, and then. Hopefully, at some point, we'll be working the outlaws. Yep. yep. And he, yep. he will have plenty of videos to post. You should, you should partner with Armstrong Alley for this one because holy <laughs> cow. I'll just share it. <laughs> there's some, there's some wing I'll just share his links on my stuff. Just do that. <laughs> um, and man, yeah. he's in love with the WOW stuff. And all these people are like, where'd you find this? I'm like, dude, I had this 30 years ago. Where y'all? Yeah. I mean, I mean, you know. I remember watching tapes of it over at your place. Yeah, that was one of my favorite first really indie promotions that I really saw and was like, wow, you know, I loved it. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Uh, I, I, I sent you some of that some of that UWA that's popping up, yeah. too. Yeah, it's, yeah, he's putting that on there, too, yeah. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. Um, I remember some of that stuff. Oh, and, and a lot of guys on there I know. So we know. So. so real quick before I go into the T-shirt plug – uh, got to talk to George Goulas this weekend, actually. Where? Yeah, his, his wife was at a show, and she FaceTimed him and said, we were talking about you the other day, and I got to talk to George. That was cool. I haven't talked to George in forever. I like to sit down with him. Yeah, we should try to make it happen. A lot of stuff. Huh? We should try to make it happen. Yeah, me too. Me too. Because I seem like I'm the only person that don't just, just land blast him, you know? Nah, I, I've seen more people coming around on – yeah, he wasn't the best, and it was promoter's son thing, but it wasn't terrible. 
Yeah. But the daddy said bump for, for story is just so funny. But I've heard I get, it's probably not true, but it's still hilarious. Well, um, but real quick before this cuts out on us, uh, storefrontier.com slash Plunky's gimmick table. Uh, t-shirt designs up there. Buy one if you like. I'll make it easy. <laughs> and that's it. Brian Turner. Oh, yeah, gosh. Brian Turner's VHS Rehab. Please hit, hit him up. Uh, subscribe to his channel. Subscribe to the people that we use on here because uh, without them, well, then it's just us, I guess, watching tapes that you don't have access to. So there's not even a yeah. chance for you to walk, watch along. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Anything else to add? Uh, nothing from me. All right. If you're done, I'm done. Chicken fork in there. She's done for Jeremiah Plunkett. Quint Charisma. Hey, that's me. Thanks for listening. God bless. Bye bye, everybody.